0: Welcome to the Prophecy Club. Our topic today is, "Through wind, storms, tornadoes, and disasters, I will weaken their strength." That was an angel speaking to me to Dimitri Dudaemon about America. First, we're going to go to headline. Why are so many ap- 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 apocalyptic natural disasters suddenly happening all over the globe? Well, yes, you could say it is scalar wave, and it is. But understand. It would not be hitting America unless God had allowed it, and in this case, commanded it. So yes, it contributes to their lie, where they want to eliminate a lot of the population by climate change. But what it really is, is too many Americans have walked away from their God. There's too much sin in our nation. Almost every day, there's another apocalyptic natural disaster in the news. Have you wondered why this is happening? Well, we know. This year, there's been an endless parade of unprecedented fires, floods, earthquakes, storms, and droughts. On Wednesday, it was Hawaii's turn. A horrifying wildfire ripped through the heartland of the island of Maui like a lawnmower, and it happened so suddenly that many were not able to evacuate in time. Last death count is 36. One pilot that has spent 52 years flying over Maui says that he has never seen anything like that in my life. Video footage. I'm about to show you some pictures. Video footage shot by Air Maui Helicopter Tours over parts of Lahaina area shows entire blocks decimated by the flames. With little but ruins and ashes left, and everything still engulfed in a thick, hazy smoke. We were not prepared for what we saw. It was heartbreaking. It looked like an area... That had been bombed in the war. Now, <laughs> this is not funny. Um, sometimes we laugh because it's so tragic. I told Leslie this morning if I were to go to Hawaii, I would probably walk around in tears because this has been our vacation home. Uh, we bought a timeshare there, I don't know, 30 years ago. Long, long time ago. Matter of fact, we celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary there, and another wedding anniversary, I don't remember which one it was. So Lahaina is kind of our vacation home, and that's what the fire destroyed. The city, the whole city of Lahaina, Hawaii, gone. I'll show you. The director of operations of the tour agency said, it's just destroyed. In my 52 years of flying, I've never seen anything like it in my life. Lahaina's been devastated. People jumping into the ocean to escape the flames. Some of the bodies were floating by the dock just this morning. Apparently, they jumped into the flames or the, the waves to escape the flames and then drowned. This is a picture of the harbor. <laughs> and uh, let's see where I don't know along one of those beaches where we got uh, celebrated our 40th wedding anniversary. But this is the famous banyan tree. I've been there several times. This is where we would go and wait to get on our boat. We had gone fishing and things like that over the years. This is what it looks like today. The banyan tree, dead, gone, burned. All of those, back up, look here, look here. Green, nothing. It looks like a bomb went off. Here's another picture. It's a little bit higher up. But what I want you to notice is from here all the way down here. This is Lahaina, okay? And then it goes up into the hills. I want you to notice this road right here because you're going to see it. the burning stops somewhere here. So this is Lahaina all down in here, and it is gone. It's gone. It's all gone. 36 people dead so far, probably more. And probably the worst thing to ever, to, to die in is probably by burning. Uh, and like I said to my son this morning, if I had my choice of drowning or burning, I would choose the drowning. Here's another picture. I, I was not able to exactly discern exactly where this is. We think this might be the Lahana uh, uh, Civic Center where they play base- or basketball. Anyway, this is a picture now. Before, after. Before, after. Devastating. Why? Sins. That's the real problem. Here's another picture. Before, after. Look at these, this whole two blocks of homes here. Gone. All of these homes all along here. Some of those are, now, most of these are just common dwellings. They're not expensive places, but some of them are. Some of those places are 5 10 $15, 20000000 million homes, especially along the coastline out here, all gone, just like that. Now, it's tragic, but the point I'm trying to make is if we think that Jesus won't allow the Russians to hit us, take out probably our top 100 cities. If we think he won't allow that, this should be, as my dad would say, another thinker coming. Absolutely, positively, he will. Strong is the Lord that judgeth her. For she saith on her heart, said a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death, mourning, and famine. And she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judgeth her. To back up to Revelation 18.1, I saw an angel come down from heaven, having great power, and the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried with a strong voice, saying, Babylon, that's America, Babylon, the great, is fallen, is fallen, has become the habitation of devils, the hold of every foul spirit, and the cage of every unclean and hateful bird. What you're looking at is the way God judges. Now, stand. Since you're familiar with Lahaina, was it that evil? Well, of course, you know, we went to the ice cream shops and to the restaurants. But I can tell you this, that we met very few Christians. Many of them were Chinese. They were Asians. Uh, There's not very many churches. I visited a church. There was not very, very many people at the church. Not very many Christians in this area. So if you live in an area that doesn't have very many Christians, you should be concerned. More than 11,000 people were flown out of Maui Wednesday, just in one day, with more expected Thursday. uh, Today's Thursday. More than 11,000 people were flown out of Maui on Wednesday. Maui County organizes buses. More than 400 people take to the airport Wednesday. Also the airlines. Have assisted by flying in bigger planes, lower rates, and adding extra routes. I heard Southwest Airlines would fly them out for 20 bucks. If you don't live here, get out. You don't need to be here. Nobody's saying, you're right. (laughs) I I need to get out. More than 600 people stayed overnight at the Kahului Airport, and 1,500 more people are expected to fly out today, Thursday. Now, why is this? How do I know this is God? This is March 29, 1997, Dimitri Dudeman, A Dream Angel Visit. I was fishing with Sergei and Daniel, my two grandsons. We were in a place called Hot Springs, Arkansas. Suddenly moon appeared and shined exceedingly bright. Six smaller moons came out of the large one. As every moon appeared, it would cause winds, storms, and tornadoes to start. The people seemed very agitated and would run from place to place. They said that towards the south part of Lahaina, There were just lines of cars on the freeway that had just been left. The people just ran, and the cars were just all burned up. In other words, the fire was so fast they couldn't get out of town. And they say matter of fact, let me back up here. They say that it looked a lot like a bomb. Well, not really, because a nuclear bomb hit that area, there wouldn't be anything, there wouldn't be ashes. There wouldn't be trees, there wouldn't be anything standing up except for maybe a concrete step going into a house or maybe the base of a chimney. Everything else is gone. 200 mile an hour wind is gone. It's all burned, it's all gone. And God is about to do that to our nation and it seems like I can't seem to get people to listen. Anyway, suddenly moon appeared and shined exceedingly bright. Six smaller moons came out of the larger one. As every moon appeared, it would cause windstorms, tornadoes to start. The people seemed very agitated. They would run from place to place. I then told my grandson we have nowhere to run. There are mountains all around us and the storms are getting worse. Trees were flying around, homes being demolished, and although the wind was blowing with such intensity, we didn't feel it. Daniel was very scared. A man appeared at the edge of the moon holding a smaller moon in his hand. This will be some of the punishments this country will endure. They've started. He said, through windstorms, tornadoes, and disasters, I will weaken their strength. Now, let's go to another one. Demetri Duda again, March 1994. I dreamed there was a lot of turmoil outside, and I kept hearing everyone yell, Jesus is coming, Jesus is coming. You know, they're yelling that right now, louder than I have ever heard in my 70 years. Jesus is coming. That's the first thing I want you to remember. I looked out and I saw a very large red cloud. That's the second thing I want to point out. Do you recall all of the fires that were going off off up in Canada? And do you recall that it turned the sky red? Maybe that's just an accident. Maybe it has nothing to do with this. Or maybe it does. Maybe these two events, everybody's saying Jesus is coming and the sky turned red. Maybe, maybe this is about to happen. When I looked, its outer edges could not be seen. As I continued to look, I saw a tall man come out of the cloud, and he was so tall that although his feet touched the ground, I could not see his head. Rays of light began to explode out of the man. When one would would pass by, I would fall to the ground. I couldn't look at him with my eyes because he was just too bright. He then began to hand me letters. They were addressed to American churches. The first letter said, My people, who are discouraged and beaten by the storms, Many who have let themselves be beaten by the enemy, stand up. Cry out before God that he may save you. Okay, that's a recipe. As we see these things hit, it's not the time to go into a fetal position. It's time to fall on our knees. It's not suck our thumb. It's time instead to fast and to pray, which, by the way, if you want to fast and pray for Prophecy Club, join Prophecy Club Fast Track. By going to the Prophecy Club, slide to the bottom, sign up for Fast Track. Also, go there and sign up for Fast Gap. That's where you fast and pray for America. tell you all the details. Tell all my people to pray and to repent. The days have been shortened because of all the iniquities. My people repent because the days are numbered. I began to see the days passing by, but whenever a ray of light would pass by me, I would fall. The days were passing so quickly, I couldn't count them. The voice spoke again. Tell my people that I tried to wake them up through powerful storms, fires, floods, earthquakes, just like this today. But do you think you're gonna have anything on the newspapers saying, wait, we need to go to church? Are any of the media any place gonna say, Hey, we need to clean up our, our nation? We need to repent, we need to turn back to Jesus. Are is anybody is anybody? you are going to be saying that, save a few of us ministers, us watchmen. No, because America thinks America can be saved by politics. Why, if we vote the rascals out, or if we vote the good guy in, he'll fix it all. No, he didn't raise America up, whoever it is, and he didn't tear it down. We tore it down by our sin, and only our repentance is going to lift it up. Tell my people I tried to wake them up through powerful storms, floods, earthquakes, but even then they wouldn't wake up. That is why I will pour out my wrath when they least expect it. The angel gave me a scripture. Now, I want you to look at this. This is really the solution, our solution, but America will not turn to it. Joel 2.12, Therefore also now saith with the Lord, Turn ye even unto me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping, and with mourning. So the next time someone says, hey, did you hear what happened to Hawaii? Hey, did you hear about this? Did you hear about this? Just say our solution is in fasting, weeping, and mourning. And they will look at you like you're crazy. Rend your heart, not your garments. That's our solution. But America won't turn to it. Now let's go to three scrolls. July 1, 1994, Dimitri dudeman it was past midnight, and I couldn't sleep because I felt inside that God was going to speak to me, so I began to pray. After I prayed, I went to bed and fell asleep, and I dreamed that I began to hear thunder and see lightning. The earth began to move and shake violently. I yelled at my family, wake up, because something is happening outside. When I got outside, there was such darkness. Now, do you recall there several people who prophesied about darkness coming? Okay, so we're, we're talking about darkness, we're talking about red clouds, and also Jesus is coming. Those three things all seem to be happening right now, he's talking about darkness. I saw such darkness, I couldn't see anything. Yet in the great darkness, I could hear the voices of children, women, and men screaming. I told my family, be careful how they walk. From the clouds that release this darkness on the earth, I heard a powerful voice say, I'm taking revenge against the sin. I'm taking revenge that they may see my power. Does that make sense to you? With as much as I bless them, that is how much I will send destruction. So every time we say America's greatest nation on earth, understand God is going to turn that around to where we are the most devastated nation. I will send storms, heavy rains, flooding, earthquakes, hurricanes, and tornadoes because I want them to see my power and know that without me, they can do nothing. In other words, Donald J. Trump ain't going to fix it. No other political person either kicking the bad guy out or bringing the good guy in is going to fix it. Only if and when America turns to Jesus. They trusted in themselves and in their own strengths. That is why I will punish this place. The earth moved as if it were on water earthquake. The people lived in complete terror, each one yelling louder than the other, not being able to understand anything. The earth shook so violently that I was unable to walk. Have you ever been in an earthquake? I have. And it was everything I could do to stand up. Suddenly, during all the tumult, a light appeared more powerful than any I've ever seen. In the shining light, there were two men. Wow. The Lord just spoke to me. I don't know if I should say this. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll tell I'll tell you what I got. Okay, so let me back up. Here's where it happened. <laughs> So as I was reading, the earth shook so violently I was unable to walk. And I said, have you ever been in an earthquake? I said, I have. And my mind in that split second remembered how when Leslie and I in 1991 were on a tour, a archeo- biblical archaeology tour with Ron Wyatt, we were in Elot, which is the southernmost tip of Israel. And... About 9 o'clock in the morning, literally, Leslie was stepping out of the shower, I was stepping into the shower, and all of a sudden, I think it was like a 6.5 earthquake hit the hotel we were in. And if you were to stand on a table, and the table had wheels, and you had four people holding on to the table, and they said, all right, now try to stand up. If they were to move the table like this, four foot, and then back four foot, and then back four foot, and then back four foot, I was able to stand up, but just barely. And boy, I mean, instantly, both Leslie and I, so here we are naked. She's out of the shower. I'm into the shower. And we both start screaming, Blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. And in that second, That was the only time I was in an earthquake in my life. And in that second, he spoke to my heart, and he said, and that's what I'm gonna do at the southwest end of the Dead Sea. When you go down there and pray, I'm going to cause it to shake. Remember that dream I had? I already told you the dream. So you folks that are new, I'm sorry. I mean, I I don't have time to cover it to get where I'm gonna go today, but he showed me that I'm to go at southwest end. Actually, it's not just southwest end of the Dead Sea. There's actually five locations. We're going to go pray, but I'm not even sure it's Southwest End, but anyway, he said, and that's what I'm going to do. when you go down there to Israel and pray, I'm going to shake it again, and I'm going to release the oil to Israel. I'm going to release the oil into your hands to present to oil to to present to Israel in my name, just like I said in Exodus three eight get you up on'm sending you a land that flows with milk and honey. Okay. Wow. Okay. Well, all right. Thank you, Lord. All right. Let's go on. In the shining light, there were two men. One of them said to me, I came to talk with you. I will send great plagues over America and I want you to be aware. I'm the one who talked with you in the past and talking to you now. And I told you what will happen in this place. Be cautious for the time is drawing near. After saying these words, he took out a scroll. Now here's the important part which began to unroll very quickly, and it was so long that I could not could not see its end. On this first scroll of paper were written all kinds of names, and beside each name was listed their punishment, a type of disease, and all kinds were listed. Trial, torment, things like cancer, uh, you know, all kinds of things like that. Those named, he said, will have to go through It was listed by their name in order to be cleansed and be able to stand. In other words... God is sending this trouble on our land, in our lives, to get us to repent and turn to him. That scroll was then rolled up and sealed, and a second one was brought out. On it was written, Peace, joy in the Holy Spirit, salvation, victory for those that loved me and worked for me, and kept their life clean. Not for the hypocrites, the proud, the boastful, the hateful, nor others which I cannot recall. The scroll continued to pass by slowly before my eyes until it finished passing. Then a third scroll was opened, which had names written on it also. Yet there was something written only beside the names in the top half. From the halfway mark down by each name there were flashing stars. I asked what this meant. One of the men said unto me, These are those with whom the number will be completed. The seed of God has reached their hearts and is now even working toward repentance. When the total number of will be complete... The total number in the book of life, as the referring to, will be complete. All devastation will begin. Until then, I will send great plagues over America that they may wake up from their sleep, which they are sleeping, and from their self-reliance, that they may see their pride and boastfulness. It then began to rain ice and hail, and the people were scattering all over, knowing which, not knowing which way to go. From the terror of the screams, I woke up. He said, this dream was so real, I literally went outside to see if it was happening at that very moment. January 1994, Dmitri Dudman, a bit of encouragement now. I continued praying fervently with all my heart, and suddenly a white-haired man with a meek appearance appeared beside my bed. That's the angel that comes to talk to him. I became, it be, I became tense, but he looked at me with mercy, and he put his hand on my head and began to stroke my forehead, saying to me, It is hard for you. I know you're suffering, but it won't be much longer before you will leave these places because only in this way can I protect you. Now, this is 1994. He died in 1997, so yeah, it was only a few more years. Surprised by what I had just heard, I asked, Lord, but there are so many in this country who do love you, who have devoted their lives to worshiping you. What will you do with them? Now, here's the encouragement. At the appointed time, I will speak to them like I speak to you as to what they must do. I believe there's going to be a time when people come into church. That is, if you've got an awake church, you know, like Spirit of Prophecy Church. And they'll say, I had a dream last night. I had an angel visit last night. I had a vision last night. And probably we'll have two people that'll have the same dream, same vision, same angel visit. And this is what the Lord said, he's going to guide us, he's going to protect us, that is, if we're clean. Without really thinking about it, I raised my hand and placed it on my forehead over his hand. I felt him withdraw his hand from under mine, then everything disappeared. One more. January 1994, Demetria again. I fell asleep and dreamed as I was in American church service when the building began to move violently because they didn't know what was happening the people inside panicked and quickly began to run out. I succeeded in walking out also, but with every step I tried to take, it seemed like I was sinking into the ground. I began to look around to find myself to support myself with something so I could walk, and I heard a voice that said, look up, see the heavens. I looked up, and as far as the eye could see, all the sky was blood red. Did you catch that? In other words, these things I'm talking about may be in now progress. Not coming, but in progress. Remember, the sky was just blood red all across America? I said, Lord, what does this mean? Why is the sky red? Then I remembered my father telling me that before the Great War, sky turned the blood red. Hmm. Is that saying a great war is coming? Because we certainly know a great war is coming. As I stood looking toward the sky, a cloud suddenly appeared, and three men came out of the cloud. The middle one was dressed in shiny clothes and was of great stature, and he shined so brightly I couldn't look at him. The other two, one on his right, one on his left, were prepared for war. They had weapons in their hands and pointed toward the inhabitants of the earth. Trembling, I asked, Lord, what am I seeing? What does all this mean?' When the one in the middle spoke in a thunderous voice, all those around me were able to see him. I am Jesus Christ who gave my life for you. Many of those whom I gave my life for today dishonor me, living in sin and things that are wrong. The honor and glory I deserve is not given to me. For this I have no more mercy, but will soon return in glory and honor as judge, to judge all the inhabitants of the earth. But first, I will judge those that carry the name, Christian, yet have tried to deceive me. Because of them, my name was and is dishonored and blasphemed before those who do not know me. In other words, people look at us and say, if you're a Christian, I don't want to be a Christian. And about you, he said to me, be awake, be on guard more than ever, for you will go through many trials. Now, is he talking to Dimitri? No. He just told Dimitri he was going to take care of him. Showed him his name in the book of life. Said he was going to take care of him. and Said he wouldn't be here on earth much longer. And he wasn't in only a few more years. He wasn't talking to Dimitri. He was talking to me. And you. About you, he said to me. Be awake. Be on guard more than ever. For you will go through many trials. Now the battle will begin to get harder. The devil is ready to begin war against the Christians, and I have allowed this. Then the two men beside him began to fire the weapons. A salvo of fire came out, lighting the sky, and began to burn. The one who shone brightly stood in the midst of the flames, crying with a loud voice, Do not fear. All those who worship me and have lived a clean life, those that suffered here on earth, will have joy. For I am the one who will judge all of the nationalities of the world. I will spare no one and will not have mercy or grace for anyone. The day when I will punish and condemn is coming. I tell these things for everyone to hear. Hard days of suffering are coming to this place and all over the earth. The hardships will be so great that the minds of man will not be able to understand it. It will be so hard that men will kill themselves. I'm going to read that again. It will be so hard that men will kill themselves. I will judge through torment, pain, suffering. I will take revenge with great harshness for all sin. The Father has allowed me to avenge my spilled blood. The other two began to fire their weapons again, but this time a blue flame came out. I fell on my face to the ground. The one in the middle yelled, Get up! I want to show you the judgment of the people and the wicked. But the hardest judgment will be received by the church. Because they knew my word and my power, but many of them dishonored me, giving into defilement, adulteries, wickedness, and dishonored my name before men that did not know me. For this I am filled with the rage, and I have been given the authority to take revenge against the inhabitants of the earth, those who have dishonored me. The two that stood at either side of him began to fire again. A heavenly choir appeared and began to sing a song in a most beautiful splendor. Jesus is alive, Jesus lives. Jesus is alive, Jesus reigns. Jesus is coming in glory. Jesus is no longer Savior, but returns as judge. I began to cry, I cried tears of joy. I was in an atmosphere of incredible beauty. The choir continued to sing as the two men with the weapons introduced themselves. The one on the right said, I am the head of the Lord's armies, Gabriel. The one on the left said, I am Michael, the leader of the Lord's armies. We are the Lamb's command, and whatever the Lamb goes, we accompany Him. The choir continued to sing, and everything began to fade. I woke up with the words, Jesus is no longer coming as Savior, but as Judge. Have you asked Jesus to forgive your sins? What is wrong with this? You say, well, it's a piece of bread. You're right. It's a piece of bread I took out of... A- this loaf. This loaf is a one-pound loaf, and there's something missing from this bread. Even though it says it is whole wheat, there's still something missing from this and almost all of the bread you're eating. See, the story was in 1860, the smart humans decided that they were going to outstrip God and that they could figure out a way to where the flour would not spoil because once you break the wheat berry, then it begins to spoil, and in seven to ten days, it's got mold. So they figured out how they can be smarter than God. We're going to take out the outside shell and then the wheat germ. We're only going to use the white powder part of the wheat. And that doesn't spoil. And they're right. You can put it in a bag five years later, it's still there. But then, of course, there's something else they removed. And that is most. Now, not all, but most of the nutrition. So then, they had to pass all of these laws saying you got to put niacin, you got to put vitamins, you got to do this, put all of this into the. So why not just use what God made? So the difference between this and what I made is this. That's the difference in my bread, whole wheat bread, versus what you buy in the store. The bigger slice here. This is actually cherry, cinnamon, uh, honey, and vanilla mixed together and I made this so when you make your own homemade bread you can make it flavor anyway you want jalapeno you got it you want to have uh, seeds sesame seeds wh- however you want to you can make it but the big advantage to making your own home wheat whole wheat bread is that it's probably the cheapest way to to have long-term storage food because most of your long-term storage food companies Cost nine to $10,000 per person per year. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can show you how to feed your family for about $1,000 per person per year, and it's whole wheat. Okay, so what is whole wheat over the regular wheat? Well, you remember the seven years of plenty followed by the seven years of famine of Joseph and the Pharaoh. Well, that meant that the whole world lived off of wheat for seven years. Now, I don't think that we, maybe Jesus said, man should not live by bread alone, meaning you should have other things that you should eat. However, about the closest thing out there that'll feed you not only good tasting, but also nutrition for your body is wheat. And so we recommend you go to josephskitchen.com. When you go there, you gotta get two things. One is you have to get a machine package. That's the items that you need to actually physically make the bread. It's a wheat grinder where you put the wheat in. 30 seconds later, you have flour. You put it into a bread machine with six other ingredients. Push a button. Two hours, 20 minutes later, you have a nice, hot, steaming loaf. A wonderful, that you made, whole wheat bread. Slice that up. We can The slicer is even included. The beakers. It's everything you need to make bread. Then you decide how much food you want to have. You want to have food for six people one year, four people one year, two people one year, You place your order, and they have it in stock. Because most of these long-term storage food places, they're out. Uh, Some of them are two or three months. Some of them are even longer behind in filling their orders. But at Joseph's Kitchen, they can ship within two or three days. And they ship around the world. Go to josephskitchen.com. I'm telling you that the prophecies say there's about to be a food shortage And if you want to listen to what God's trying to warn us about, then you'll get this long-term storage food. Cornerstoneassetmetals.com is where I'll send you if you're thinking about getting gold or silver. I think everybody should have at least a fistful of gold and a fistful of silver because there could be a time when you pull up to get gasoline and they might not want to take your loaf of bread. But you pull out a gold coin or a silver coin, and you're probably able to get anything you want, even if the credit cards are down, even if the dollars are worthless. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Next is I'll send you to EMPShield.com. If you use the promo word prophecy, you get a $50 discount. What is that? Well, it looks like this. This is the one that goes into a car. Okay. And you put the red wire to the red side of the battery, you put the black wire to the black side of the battery, and the green one attaches to the body of the car. Then you peel it off right back here, just peel that off, stick it inside of the the, the the engine compartment of your car, and the whole point is when the electricity goes off or when some kind of a suitcase nuclear nuclear device goes off, this is supposed to be able to stop that device from destroying every computer chip in your car because if every computer chip is destroyed in your car these days you couldn't possibly replace them all throw the car away so empshield.com promo code prophecy